Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. Today we are going to be talking about a maybe a little heavy, but a super fun topic called deliverance. And so this is actually a pretty normal part of walking, uh, walking from our old man and walking out into our new man in Christ. Uh, that we we come across the old wounds we've gotten from growing up, and we come across some of the strongholds the enemy has had in our life. And we learn to get free from those things. We learn we want Jesus to get everything he paid for on the cross, including our freedom and our complete freedom and healing. And so when I say deliverance, I'm talking about, uh, you know, familiar spirits or the things of the enemy that have strongholds or grips on us in our life. So most people are kind of walking around and saying, okay, yeah, we've got... I've got this thing attacking me and the enemy is attacking me, which is, you know, definitely valid and definitely happens. But there's another level. And we kind of talked about this in some of the earlier podcasts where you have generational sins that have been passed down that give the enemy kind of legal access to pressure you and, you know, come into your life. Or there could be spirits that just because of, you know, where we were in the world before we met Jesus that we invited and made agreements with our, you know, and we, we made agreements with those and just invited them into our life. So, however it got here, you know, we've got a problem now. <laughs> Where We want the holiness, we want the righteousness of Christ, we want to be free from all these things, because the enemy is just, there's nothing good in the enemy, right? He, he torments, he steals, kills, and destroys. So, we can be free, we can absolutely be free, because that's what Jesus paid for. So, let's talk really quick about familiar spirits, and I'll give some examples on some of the ones that uh, I had in my life and how the Lord freed me. So, familiar spirits are, uh, you know, negative demonic spirits that have been with us probably since a young age because of, like I said, generational stuff or things passed down to us. Um, and they they look, you're so used to them that they feel and sound, even can even sound like your own voice. So, you know, not not all the thoughts we have are our own. You know, there's God speaking to us, there's our own mind, heart, and soul going on, and then there's the enemy. And that's a tricky thing about these is that if, you do, if you're not aware of them, if you've never kind of had a sozo session or an inner healing session where you've uh, seen the Lord highlight one of these, uh, they feel exactly like you. It, it feels like your thoughts. It sounds like your thoughts. It feels like your emotions, um, but is in fact, you know, a negative enemy spirit that's kind of there. So I had a wound of rejection in my life for many years because of some of the things uh, my parents divorced and growing up uh, with some just some woundings from childhood so I had a spirit of rejection and anybody who's kind of walked through you know there's fear there's control there's all different kinds of spirits but the, the same thing is they kind of all uh, was it exponentially or exacerbate uh, the issue at hand you know, so someone with under a familiar spirit of fear is kind of, you, see, you can see that they're always afraid. And if you have discerning of spirits, it's kind of easier to put names to all that. But what rejection did, besides not letting that pain get healed, which it needed to, is it would always whisper, and, you know, this is kind of thoughts you have when you're going through something, um, you know, stay away from this person, don't put yourself out there. You know, and so that thing comes into your life and starts giving you these thoughts, and eventually you, it feels safe because it feels like it's protecting you, it's protecting that pain, 
and you kind of form this, you know, you're, you kind of, you start listening to this thing almost, you know, inadvertently, you know, you've been listening to this whole thing your whole life of, oh, this person's going to reject me. I don't even need to bother, or I'm expecting this to happen. Nothing else is going to change. And the beautiful thing is when Jesus not only, you know, took the pain of rejection in my life and, you know, filled it with his love and his peace and removed that spirit from my life, and we'll talk about how we do that in a second, I was able to start trusting people and taking steps towards people and getting closer to them. And in return, you know, God designed us for community and for relationship, and I started to have more and more fulfilling relationships and it was a, and that filled that part of my heart. You know, that's that's the end goal to get it, get us back to what you know God intended for us. And so, okay, so let's take a minute and see. You know, so let's say you've got this negative thing in your life. You're recognizing maybe the Holy Spirit has showed you. Maybe you feel this negative thing. You know, and let's say we get, you get yourselves around a trusted, you know, a trusted friend, a trusted prayer minister, or the ministry team at your church, or somebody. You know, fine. Ask the Holy Spirit to highlight somebody in your life that you can take this to, preferably somebody in authority over you. And it really depends on what issue is going on. You know, there could be a thousand reasons, so that's why it's always important we listen to the Holy Spirit to tell us what what the issue is. But it can usually come down to just a general uh, forgiveness and repentance prayer. You know, like, Lord, I forgive my ancestors for passing this down, this sin down. Would you forgive me for giving this sin place in my life? And, you know, I break agreement with the Spirit. You know, just a general prayer of repentance and asking the Holy Spirit to move on our behalf. And the the deeper thing about that is that demons and familiar spirits really work on legal rights. Um, So either what what was a, we're storing the foundations, ungodly beliefs, you know, lies we believe, uh, you know, guardian, heart sinks as guardians and functions and, you know, wounds we've received and parts are holding on to, you know, spirits because it makes them feel safe. Um... This one might be a you know, topic for a different time, but sometimes spirits can attach themselves to objects you bring in. So, like, if you travel to a foreign country and they, you see those guys, like, making little idols that kind of look like little cool wood carvings, um, not all the time. You know, you have to ask the Holy Spirit, but sometimes those things can be open doors for spirits to come into your, your house. So, a fun thing to do is I always ask the Holy Spirit, you know, walk through my house or walk through and ask if there's anything that's you know, that was created with, you know, a negative atmosphere in my house. But I hope that's going to give somebody some clarity and some lens change and some peace and that Jesus, you know, died on the cross so we could be completely free from all this stuff. So once you remove all the legal rights for demons, you know, they have to leave. And a lot of like the, the negativity around like deliverance and stuff and seeing people like manifest, like you can, you can take authority over the demonic stuff and tell them to leave quietly. You know, they don't have to. Uh, put on a show. You don't have to make it hard or anything. It can be very, uh, very gentle and very smooth and very peaceful. So, Father, thank you for your kids. Uh, Thank you for deliverance and thank you for uh, that Jesus paved a way for all this uh, for everybody. And I ask that just um, people be given the wisdom and insight and courage to step up and face all these things with you, that the host would go with them to help them to deliver and you would just uh, bring about a fresh wave of, you know, revival uh, in your church. In Jesus' name.